Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my head. Can't seem to shake the taste of Hi listeners and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show, we're welcome super talented singer-songwriter, um, Denny Michelle. I will talk with Denny about her career, music, and anything that she's doing that that she can talk about. Uh, um, this is going to be fun. So with that being said, let's go ahead and, and welcome the um, incredibly talented Miss uh, Denny Michelle to the show. Hey, Denny, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, thank you again for doing this. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Oh, absolutely. And and a little birdie told me that uh, this is your your uh, very first live interview. It is. Yep. I'm a little nervous because <laughs> nothing can get edited on this, but I'm really excited. Yeah, there's a first for everything, and I'm super excited that you're my first live interview because I love your show. Well, I'm glad that... I'm glad that we are your first and uh and 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 like you said, you've been, been a fan of the show for a long time and you've been a a big supporter of the show. Yeah, you're awesome. And a lot of artists I know have been on it. Um, so it's really cool just to, you know, listen to my peers as well. Um, and also get to do one of my own. So I, I really love that aspect of the music industry and how you meet so many people and you think that the music industry is such a big place. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like everybody knows everyone and everyone's really supportive. So I love shows like this, and you do a fantastic job. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, uh, and I agree completely. I mean, I mean, uh, especially in country music, I mean, sure, it's a, uh, it's a big industry, but but it seems like everybody knows everybody from the from the uh, um, the artists to the uh, radio people to just uh, pretty much everybody in the industry knows each other. It feels like exactly, yeah. Like you said about country, like I feel like especially with country music, I'm pretty new in the country genre because I started with pop. But I noticed with my latest release, Ellie will wait for me, that the country music community, like. Everyone, literally the sweetest people, like the nicest people, and I'm just, like, really grateful to be a part of the community because everybody is the nicest ever. Absolutely, and uh, and and that's the way I felt because I didn't start out covering country music, believe it or not. Uh, I spent two years uh, – I spent two years covering uh, Hollywood as – as surprising as that might sound, but uh, when when I, uh, I I made the switch to, to uh, country music, uh, I was like, "Oh crap! Uh, uh, um, is the industry gonna um, accept me coming in as 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 new blood? I mean, uh, 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 will the uh, listeners accept it? Will the the uh, uh, the uh, artists be open, be 
open to a new gap and and I've been covering this industry since since um uh twenty fourteen. Uh so I think it's safe to say that that, that um everybody's been been incredibly welcoming. Right, yeah, welcoming is a great word to describe it. Um and I, that was my main kind of fear when I released a label away from me because I like I, I love I love music, I love the pop scene, but there tends to be a lot of kind of competition in like the pop scene that doesn't really exist in country that I haven't really seen myself. Um but so like when I decided, hey, I wanna release Ali away from me, I was really nervous because I was like everybody knows me as a pop songwriter. Like what's the country community gonna think when I release a song? I kind of felt like I was going to be a imposter in some ways. I was like really nervous about that, but it was Correct. the complete opposite. So everybody is so welcoming, and I can't wait to release more country music because the country music community is literally the best ever. Absolutely, and 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 glad you I, I'm glad you mentioned your your um newest country single, um. Um, uh, this little song is is climbing up the charts fast, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, like it's gotten on uh, um, a couple of different independent charts, and I think the last time uh, you uh, said something about it, it was in the top five, I believe. Well, yeah, you cut off for a tiny bit. <laughs> Are you still there? Yeah, you cut out for a second. What was the question? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I said um, um, the last time that you uh, uh, I mentioned anything about the song, uh, I think it was in the uh, uh, top five of a uh, independent chart. Oh, right. Yeah. So that that was nuts. Actually, since then. It well, it was it's a UK station revival radio, um, and it entered the their top forty chart at number five, which was ridiculous. And then the week after that, it climbed to number four, so that was really cool. And then the weekend after that, just actually this past weekend, which completely blew my mind. There was another radio station over in the UK called the Beach Radio. And Paul mm-hmm. Miles, who hosts the Unsigned Show, is like one of the nicest people I've met ever. And he's played LA for a while now because listeners keep requesting it. And then he said that a listener made the suggestion to do a top ten chart of the most requested songs ever on this on the show from like the past two years. And LA was number three. It was the most requested, third most requested song out of all of the songs that he played in the past two years, which completely blew my mind because a lot of the songs that were on there are like two years old, a year old, a couple months old, and LA literally came out two months ago tomorrow. And for it to literally be the third most requested song like that is just insane. So literally, like when I put this song out, I had no clue what was going to happen. It was totally unexpected. I just wrote it with my friend because we both really missed California at the time, like last August when we wrote the song. And then I was like, oh, well, like, you know, I'm in the middle of doing my album and I didn't want to go too long without releasing something. So I was like, oh, I'll just release this and we'll see how it does. And it's it's literally, as I speak, it's eight streams away from 10,000 on Spotify. 
Um, and it's just been crazy. Like the support has received on radio and blog interviews, Spotify. It's just been nuts. So I'm really grateful for that. Well, and uh, I wanted to to uh, surprise you on air with this. Uh, <laughs> I'll be adding it to uh, uh, Indie Country Radio in the next couple of weeks. Oh, thank you so much. Yay. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and and anything else that you release, uh, I'll be uh, more than happy to play it on the show for you. Thank you so much. That's awesome. You rock. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, uh, uh, I did want to ask uh, um how you um, originally got in, got into uh, music in the first place? So I actually started when I was very young. When I was, before I turned 10, I was over at my cousin's house, and it was one of my cousin's birthdays. And uh, my cousin, who's my age, she was taking piano lessons at the time, and she sat down at her keyboard and played the melody of Happy Birthday. Um, this was before I was 10, so I was like 9 at the time. And I haven't had any, like, lessons or anything, and I just sat down and played it back by ear. And my whole family was like, yeah, maybe Demise should take piano lessons. So I started taking piano lessons when I was 10. And that's always been my main instrument. I love piano. When I was in college, um, I double majored in music and English. But for my music degree, my instrument of focus was piano. So I've always loved piano. And then, so that's how I kind of got started into music. Um, but then when I was in middle school, I joined choir because all my friends were doing it. Um, and then in high school, I started voice lessons. And then as a music major in college, I had to learn guitar. So I had like a big kind of musical background, but for a while, like up until like 2017, it was all just for fun and just because I had a passion for music. Um, and then as far as songwriting, when I was a sophomore no junior in college I was like really overwhelmed because that was the the year when I decided to add my English degree so I basically had to either find a way to do a whole degree a four-year degree in two years to graduate on time or extend my graduation so I was like really nervous about kind of managing all the work and I was really overwhelmed and that's when I wrote into focus and at the time like I was just songwriting for fun and I didn't really tell anybody I was doing it because I had major confidence issues, so I didn't tell anybody I was songwriting. And then a couple months later, I kept revisiting into focus over and over and over again every time I felt really overwhelmed. And then I gained the confidence to show it to some friends, and they were like, yeah, like this is really good. Why don't you record it? So that's kind of what got me thinking about you know, pursuing songwriting as a career, um, and being an artist, and so I kind of went on the journey of finding a producer and a studio and all of that, and then that's how I came to release into focus in 2019. Now, uh, another question I had for you is, uh, after grad school, uh, which which you're um, uh, currently in now, uh, is is Nashville a place where you want to end up? You know, I'm thinking about it. I I love. I've never been to Nashville yet. 
Um, and I'm going this November for a songwriting retreat with Andrea Stolpe. So I'll go, I'm going to be there in November. Um, so definitely I'd love to. I don't know if I move there necessarily right away or ever, but I definitely want to go more frequently because I know it's a place to be. Um, and I also really like California. So as much as I can go to L.A. and Nashville to try to network, um, and get opportunities. I'm going to try to do that, but I can't wait to go to Nashville in November because I've never been there, and I'm really excited. Uh, now, now I live about uh, two and a half hours west of Nashville, uh, and and I tend to go pretty much any chance I possibly get. That is like my absolute favorite city in this world. Mhm. Yeah, it's it's not too far from me. It's I mean, it's kind of far. I'm from Pittsburgh, so you could drive there. I think it'd be mm-hmm. like a seven-hour drive or something like that, but right. I hate long right. so I'd probably that. fly. Now, now, I've been to Pittsburgh once. and, and Oh, really? I have a story about Pittsburgh for you. Uh, 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 I, was drive, I was driving uh, into Pittsburgh for a... Uh, a Pirates baseball game, uh, and uh, oh, cool! And uh, and 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 there's like and there's a little tunnel from, right before you, you get into Pittsburgh. There's a little tunnel, right? So yeah, I, I'm driving into Pittsburgh, and and we're just just right on the outskirts of it. And there's farmland everywhere. I mean, farm <laughs> farmhouses, whatever you know. And I get, and and I go through this little tunnel, and and as soon as I come out, boom! There's a city. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite things about it. It's like you go through the tunnel, and then it's like city of bridges and the three rivers, and it's a great city. Um, but yeah, the whole it the is. whole experience of driving through that tunnel. <laughs> And then going from like this like kind of rural area to like a city is like crazy. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm I'm like, wait, uh, where did the city come from now? <laughs> yeah, I know it's a good question, a really good question. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, that was really funny. It's really strategic for them to make the tunnel there. But yep, it's it's like when one it's like in one <laughs> yeah. of those uh. I don't know, this is, this is so random. I'm thinking of, like, Wizard of Oz, you know, like, how it's all black and white, and then Dorothy goes out, and then it's, like, mm-hmm. all colors. Like, that's kind yeah, of what I'm thinking about. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but seriously, though, uh, PNC Park in Pittsburgh yeah. is the most beautiful baseball stadium I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> awesome. So you're, you're a Pirates fan, then? Well, I wouldn't say I'm a Pirates fan. I'm I'm, a, I'm just going strictly on on scenery alone, where the uh, where the the, the uh, three rivers come together right there. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nice city. I can't uh, wait to get back uh, down okay. there. Uh, I need to come up again sometime. Uh, that's one of the cities that yes. that. Uh, I've been all over the country, and and that's one of the cities that really 
that that I really enjoyed being in, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like I'm starting to appreciate it more cuz I feel like there's a lot of people who are like Pittsburgh's so cool. Like I want to go to Pittsburgh on the weekend and I'm just like it's just a city. Like what's so great about yeah, Pittsburgh? Like, cuz I've lived just, here. Yeah. I don't really like notice it, but Right. Like it is a really nice city, and I, I like I miss like going downtown because like ever since COVID, like I've been stuck here other than going to the studio, which is like through the city. It's not in the city, right. um. So I haven't I haven't really gotten to go to Market Square, walk walk around downtown, or go to Station Square, like all the cool things. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping to like go down there this summer again, um, because it's really fun. Okay. Uh, um, I I did have a few. Uh, uh, fun kind of uh, uh, get to know you questions if you're okay with that. The what? I, I, I did have have a few kind of uh, kind of get to know you questions if you're okay with that. Oh yeah, totally sure. Okay. Uh, um, this is always a fun question, and the answers, but and the answers that we get would would uh, probably would. Uh, would probably blow your mind, but uh, um, you're stranded on a, on a deserted island, and you can only take three things with you. What are you taking? Oh, um, my guitar. Um, definitely my guitar, and then I would take um, I would take a sleeping bag because I wouldn't want to sleep on the ground. <laughs> um, and then I probably. I love to read, so I probably take a book. Harry Potter. Yeah. I take I take my Harry Potter books with me. Harry Potter books, the sleeping bag, and my guitar. I'm all set. That's practical. <laughs> uh, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope there's some fresh water like the island I can drink because then I'm screwed. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So uh, uh, another question I had for you uh, is. When everything's said and done with your career, uh, 40, 50 years down the road, or whenever that might be, uh, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave on the industry? What impact do I want to leave on the industry? Yeah. I really just want to know that I left behind meaningful songs, and I think, like, like one of the hardest things as a songwriter is to be honest and authentic and open up in songs about difficult things and really personal things. But at the end of the day, there was a song that a lot of people connect to. So what I would really love to see is just, you know, knowing that my songs connected to people all over the world and they were able to, you know, find healing through them or, you know, find kind of, closure or an understanding by connecting to my songs. That's what I want to leave behind. Just like the meaning of the songs and having them resonate with people. Uh, uh, you know, and the reason I asked that question uh, is because cause, uh, I've been doing this podcast thing. It'll be uh, 10 years next year I've been at this, which is just so crazy. To- it's just uh, so crazy to think I've been doing this ten years, uh, but but uh, uh, b- b- but I think that uh, that uh, beyond anything I do in this podcast space, I just want to be known as to, to, 
as just being a genuinely good dude, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's really, really important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, 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 and you probably already know this, but, but, um, the main goal I've always had with this podcast is to, uh, make sure that, that independent artists' voices are heard, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, I really appreciate it. I know all the artists that you interview, I'm sure, really appreciate it, too, because there's so there's such a struggle, I feel like, with the the whole, you know, being an independent artist thing, because there's so many independent artists I know who are truly incredible songwriters and artists, and it's sad to see sometimes how some people in the industry just focus on numbers or value based on being signed or not. Um, and so I think it's really hard to be heard by the people who, I guess you can call gatekeepers. You can give people those big industry opportunities. So I try to focus on, like, I feel like I feel like lately I've noticed that I shouldn't set my energy on trying to contact big people because it's just not going to happen. Um, so I've been spending a lot of my time trying to network and build connections with and make friends with people who are, you know, next to me at my level and maybe a little bit above me, not the main big people. Um, and it's been great. And I've, I've been seeing, I've been seeing like results from that. And I've met so many great people like you and so many artists and podcasters and radio hosts and interviewers, like who are so nice and willing to, to support independent artists. And I think like, it's really important just to focus on that and kind of build your own space and community within the music industry instead of focusing on the people above you. Right. Uh, and, and, uh, I've said this before and I'll say it again, but, uh, but if there's anything that I can ever do for you, I don't care what it is. Uh, um, you know where to find me. Oh, thank you. It's so nice thing. <laughs> uh, um, a couple more questions that uh, um that I had for you then. All right. Um, and then I think we'll we'll uh I'll wrap up. But uh, 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 um, I know pretty much everybody these days is on social media. It's pretty yep. much unavoidable at this point. So uh, <laughs> how has how has um, social media affected your career thus far? I wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for social media, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I've made all my connections with people over social media. And just, like, shout out to the U.K. for a second because they have they have supported me so much. I, I haven't gotten support in Pittsburgh at all yet, but the U.K. has supported me so much. And I wouldn't have been able to – connect with them over there if it wasn't for social media because I don't live there. Um, and I think it's so, it's so important for networking and it's the way I've gotten everything I was able to get so far. And I also think it's really important because it allows me to show who I am. Like I'm completely authentic on all my social media. Um, I'm, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and YouTube. And on my official website, I have a blog that I run on there. So like I tried to put my, 
personality out there as much as possible um, because I think especially in today's music industry more than ever, it's so important for you to really focus on a brand and creating real genuine connections with other people in the industry and fans and everybody else. So I think social media has really helped me a lot and kind of not only finding opportunities for myself, but also to kind of portray myself for who I am and develop a brand and kind of put myself out there in a way that I can control. Um, So honestly, my social media experience uh, has been awesome and it's helped me a ton. It's in the same way for uh, me and the show. I mean, I mean, uh, my social media is sort of a mixed bag. I mean, and you know this, uh, I don't have a social media uh, strictly for the show and a strictly personal social media. I combine the two. And mm-hmm. and that's worked, with, and that's worked for me uh, for uh, many, many years. Yeah. Yeah, it's really important. It's really important. I... I'm like I'm trying to remember like before I got a Twitter when I was like a freshman in high school and I like can't imagine like it was like so weird. <laughs> like I feel like I've only had a Twitter, but I've only had a Twitter since 2012 and now I'm like I feel like I've had a Twitter my whole life. <laughs> I'm probably showing my age here, but I remember myself. <laughs> oh, I see. Not that that came out like. MySpace was a thing, like, my sister, she, my sister's four years older than me, she had a MySpace, and then, mm-hmm. like, Facebook was a thing, like, when, like, I got a Facebook when I was in eighth grade, like, that's when I was, like, a bigger thing, so I was right. kind of at the age where, like, MySpace wasn't cool anymore, and Facebook was cool, so yeah. I never had a MySpace, I got a Facebook. Yeah, uh, I'm a dinosaur. I remember my space. I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, I'm man. a dinosaur at this point. Uh, okay. Oh, no. uh, um, uh, probably the uh, uh, last question I've got for you. Uh, um, as a creative person, which I know you're you're highly highly creative, uh, what inspires or or uh, motivates you? Oh, okay. So for the inspiration part, I'm inspired by everything. And I, when I say that to people, they're like, oh, come on, be more specific. But honestly, it's true. Like as a creative person, as a songwriter, and as somebody who's currently writing a novel to my master's, I'm writing a novel um, that's fiction. Wow. It's a, young, it's, a young adult, it's a young adult mystery novel. So I'm like doing so much with storytelling in my songwriting and with my novel. Um, and so I feel like inspiration comes from everywhere, from reading books to listening to, you know, TV shows and radio stations, people talking, um, overheard conversations, just like feelings you get in certain places, like memories, like anything can spark inspiration. And I think that's one of my favorite things about being somebody who's so creative because, like, when I want to write a song, like, I always write songs that are real to me and that means something to me so you know I have little techniques I do to kind of get inspired or it's, it's just like those things that you don't expect like if you're out and like you're you're walking and you overhear somebody say something to somebody and you think oh my god that's the coolest song title like this things come out of nowhere and that's what's so cool um 
So I literally get inspiration from everywhere. And as far as motivation, I honestly think, like, what motivates me so much is, you know, like, not only my belief in myself, but also the people around me. Um, over the past year and a half, when I kind of stepped into the music industry as my first single into focus, I was able to make connections with people in the industry who are very supportive. And I found, like, at times when I feel like I can't do it anymore, I want to give up or I'm not getting anywhere, like, I've always had those moments of, you know, doubting myself. There's always somebody I've connected with or somebody in the industry to, like, kind of give me that push I need. Um, so I think the people around me are, are so supportive and motivating for me as well. So I'm really grateful for everybody that I know, and I'm really excited for what's to come. Awesome. Uh, uh, you, my friend, are a busy girl. So what? You, my friend, are a very, very busy girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. You have no idea. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> I'm actually... Um, I guess I can announce this on here. I haven't announced this publicly, publicly yet, so you get a little exclusive. Um, on top of everything I'm doing, I'm going to be starting my own songwriting podcast. And the first episode is coming out in June. And I'm very excited because there's so many incredible podcasts out there, and I just wanted to kind of share my story and tell it with the people I know um, so I have guests on with me, my, my songwriter friends, artist friends, um, my guitarist is going to be on with me. So it's just the people who are in, in my group, my circle, who help me um, and share their stories and kind of tap into what's it like being a songwriter and what's it like being an independent artist and all those things we're going to talk about. So I'm really excited to start that. Um, I can't, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to manage my time, but um, it's something I've been wanting to do for a while, so I'm really excited for that. So the podcast awesome. is coming. Awesome. Uh, and I'll definitely uh, help you with uh, 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 promotion and everything. Oh, I'll fabulous. Help you out with Thank that. you. You're awesome. You're literally the best. Thank you. <laughs> because, because, uh, I have, because, uh, Having been in this industry um, as long as I have, uh, I tend to reach out to to uh, a brand new podcasters in the game, brand new uh, a radio host because I feel like, uh, in this space, there's room for everybody, um, yeah. and it, it's not a competition for me. I mean, I will gladly welcome you uh, with open arms. It's not a competition for me at all. Oh, fabulous. That'd be awesome. That'd be really fun. Uh, awesome. Uh, if you create an Instagram or a Twitter for it, I'll definitely follow you there. Okay, awesome. Uh, 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 last question I've got for you, then I think we're going to uh, gonna uh, let you go. But, uh, 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 uh um, how was your first live interview? It went way better than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Aside from my phone cutting out twice and me missing two of your questions, I was fine. I didn't, I didn't, you didn't throw me any curveballs, which I'm thankful for. Nobody, see, nobody really threw me curveballs in interviews before, but I always get stressed out about, like, being put on the spot. And especially in a live interview, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, if, if I get put on the spot, 
it's not going to be edited. Um, so I was really worried about that. But, no, you're awesome. And this was literally the best first live interview experience. So thank you so much for having me. I told you I was going to uh, make you think, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you made me think. But they were really good questions. Like, they were all, like, meaningful questions. It wasn't, like, really deep philosophical things or anything. <laughs> um, but they were really great okay. questions. And, yeah, it didn't make me think. But... Luckily, my brain isn't completely fried from my schoolwork, so I was able to sing, so that was good. <laughs> see, uh, uh, my interview style is, is see, and this probably comes from the fact that I'm a, or, um, that I was a, uh, a uh, sociology major in college, uh, so I love it, I love things that, that, to do with the mind or whatever, you know. See, uh, my interview style, uh, I want to get to know the person behind the artist and 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 what makes you tick. Mhm. Yeah. And that's the reason for for uh for uh uh my line of questioning. That's the entire reason for it. So. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, um, um, thank you again for doing this. This has been so much fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm I'm, I'm so grateful you asked me. Um, and shout out to my friend Kelly for, you know, seconding me coming on <laughs> uh, when I asked you. I love <laughs> Kelly. She's awesome. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Shout out uh, to you, Kelly. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 if it's the same Kelly, I'm thinking about. Uh, we had her on the show uh, probably about a month ago. Oh really? Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, I saw your tweet. I tuned into some of that. Um, I think it was last month. Yeah. If not like, and I think end of March, either end of March or last month. Um, but yeah, Kelly's totally yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, um, these interview dates tend to run together. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh. Aww. But yeah, uh I think I'm gonna 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 uh let you go unless you get unless you get uh, um back to your evening, but uh thank you again for doing this. This has been so much fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you again for having me. I hope you have a fabulous rest of the night and week. Uh right, I'll I'll talk to you later, Danny, okay? You too. Bye. Uh, bye. Well, hope you guys enjoyed our, our interview with um, the lovely Miss Demi Michelle. Uh, okay, so uh, b- before I get off here, I did want to say that that uh, next Tuesday at uh, at 4:30 Central, we welcome um, a, a super talented singer songwriter. Um, uh, Megan Ashley to the show. Uh, so I think with that, I think I'm gonna uh, um, end the episode right here. Thank you for listening to Blue Days with Murph. Thank you and goodbye.